Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 36. Now today, we're going to talk about a very important topic. One that every single person who yo-yo diets needs to know. So people who yo-yo diet, do you know what, I've just... Louise said this in the last episode, but Louise is still on holiday. I said it in the last episode because I've recorded both of them yesterday. <laughs> um, but you'll be listening to this on Friday the 17th, 19th, maybe? Without looking at a calendar. So Louise is still on holiday and I've had to do a bunch of stuff this morning. And, you know, I just did someone's starting stats and they highlighted this long complex diet history I've done this I've done this I've done this they've even they've even been a member of uh, the Monroe method before and I think I said in the last episode as well that I was very naive back in the past like I said you know I, I, I didn't factor in for for human behavior where yes I have set this thing up but I can't control how people choose to treat the way that I do things so I can't stop people from coming in and treating what I do as a diet, treating it as a means to an end, a way to help them get to a weight they want to be so they can go back to normal. And, you know, they just treat it like every other diet attempt in the past. To be able to move on from that, right? You, to be able to break away from that mindset and that kind of default approach to dieting and to your weight and to your health, the fundamental thing that you need to understand is that it is not your weight that needs to change. You know, I feel like a broken record because I say this a lot when I'm doing check-ins. I say it to many different people. I say it in my social media content. It's, and you know, when I used to think that, God, you just say things once and never say them again. But that works to the assumption that everyone who follows you sees everything that you say. So we need to repeat these things, especially when it's things as important as this. But you do not have a weight problem. Nobody has a weight problem. It's like saying somebody has a debt problem. People don't have debt problems. People have spending problems. And when it comes to our weight, people don't have weight problems. They have a number of problems elsewhere that lead to their weight, right? How much money you have in the bank is a is not a that doesn't just happen to you. How much money you have in the bank is an equation between how much money do I have coming in and how much money do I spend. That's it. And it's the same with your body. Your weight does not just happen to you. It's how many calories do I burn? How many calories am I consuming? Now, that doesn't mean that people are going out and intentionally gaining weight in the same way that people perhaps don't go out and intentionally get into debt. Some people find themselves in a tricky spot and they have to do what they do to get by, but the result of that is a negative outcome with their bank balance. And it's the same when it comes to your weight. You do what you do to get by, but the result of that, the knock-on effect of that is that it has a negative impact on your weight. The point is, we do not have weight problems. Your weight is never the problem. Your weight is the end result of countless other problems. So those problems might be a lack of self-belief, a lack of self-worth, 
You may have some disordered eating patterns. You might just like the taste of chocolate. You may drink frequently. You might, uh, maybe you don't have time to cook or by the time you come home from work, you're too tired to cook. So you're having takeaway and convenience foods five, six nights a week. Uh, God, it could be any number of things. I won't bore you by listing every single thing that can contribute to someone's weight. But it's, your weight is the end result, right? What your weight does is the end of the line. There's nothing that comes after that. Think of it that way. If you were to do a calculation, whatever comes after the equals, that's the end of the equation. Okay, and that's what your weight is. It's the thing that comes after the equals. There's nothing that comes after your weight. There's no next, um, well, maybe there is actually, your weight could then have a negative impact on your health. But for the sake of this conversation, your weight and what your weight does and the weight that you are right now is the end part of the process. It's the end of the line. It is where it is because of all the things that came before the equal sign. This added to this, added to this, and took take away this and multiplied by this brings you to your weight. In fact, what would the equation be? The equation would be um, plus however many calories. So let's say you're having 3,000 calories minus... So 3,000 calories is the number of calories you consume minus 2,000 calories being the number of calories that you burn, which leaves 1,000 calories. And we multiply that by however many days that you do it equals whatever your weight is doing. So it's, it's important to understand this because if you think of any equation, if you think of any problem, you do not solve a problem by solving the end result of the problem. If I have a puncture in my tyre, the solution is not to put more air in. It might get the, the car going again for a little while, but I still have a puncture and my tyre is still going down. It's not the solution. It's a temporary fix. Taking it to the garage and having the puncture fixed is the solution. Or if you can't get it fixed, getting a new tyre. That's a solution. Driving to the Tesco garage every single day to take your tyre back up to, in fact, you would overinflate it to get a little longer out of it. We've all been there. It's not a solution. It's a temporary fix that doesn't address the fact that you still have a fucking hole in your tyre. And this is how we treat our weight. We reach a weight that we're unhappy with and then we go on to Google and what's, you know, what's the best diet or we go back to Old Faithful and we go back to Slimming World or Weight Watchers and we do the same thing to get the same result. We make that temporary adjustment to our weight but we don't solve the underlying issues which is why your weight always go back, goes back to where it was. It's, God, that's such a great analogy. I need to write this down. I love analogies and I'm always looking for new ways to come at weight loss when I'm talking in emails and daily posts and stuff. I just paused this so I could go write that down. So when it comes to problem solving, you do not solve a problem by looking at the end of the problem and trying to solve that, right? This is, where, this is the mistake that countless crazy numbers of people make when it comes to their weight. Here is everything that I am doing here is the weight that has led me to, I am now going to, instead of addressing the things that I am doing that led me to this point, 
I'm going to go on a weight loss diet. And I am going to do, I'm going to drink these shakes for three months to make the weight come down. Then I'm going to stop drinking the shakes. Then I'm going to go back to doing exactly what I was doing before to gain the weight in the first place because drinking shakes for three months has done absolutely nothing to the source of the problem. So the underlying theme here is that it is not your weight that needs to change. And if you continue to try and address the outcome of your actions, right? If, if, you're, if your approach to weight loss is to go about your usual business, overconsume to whatever extent, combination of food and or alcohol, reach a weight that you're unhappy with, then follow something else. Uh, I probably spoke about this before, like diets are just, traditional yo-yo diets are, are holidays. That's all they are. When I talk about Herbalife coaches and similar people, I call them diet travel agents because that's what they are. They take you on a little holiday from your normal. That's all it is. You know, when you go on holiday, yeah, do you know what? It's a bit like, imagine you have a bunch of problems going on at home and you decide rather than solve them, the best solution is to take yourself away to the sun for a week. Great. You are now no longer at home with your problems. You're somewhere else with the same problems, but you're just farther away from them. That's what a diet is. It's taking you on a break from the way that you normally eat, giving you a different way to eat for a little while. But that's all it does. It's just giving you a break from your normal. And this thing that you're following, it so, just so happens to be a combination of uh, things that you do that allows you to lose weight. You get fed up with it eventually because it's not something you can do forever. And so what do you go back to? Just like the holiday, you come back home again. Back home to all the same problems you had, all the same things you tried to get away from, all the same things that keep bringing your weight back to the place that you were unhappy with in the first place. When it comes to weight loss, I've said this many times in the group recently, like there is lots of new people have been joining and I'm always very careful to try and manage expectations in the beginning because they read, you know, they'll be like, oh, I've read this testimonial and this person's like this. And it's like, well, remember, it took that person 18 months to lose 100 pounds and turn into the person they are now, you know, and it, it, it wasn't because I just said one thing to them and that solved everything. It was 18 months of addressing, basically 18 months of problem solving. 18 months of bringing up every... 18 months is a great length of time. Obviously, people don't want to spend 18 months losing weight, but if you have 100 plus pounds to lose, it's going to take that long, right? The reason that I like that kind of length of time... I mean, I can work with someone for a couple of months we might have a few epiphanies and we might make some big improvements, but you're maybe not going to completely transform someone's life in just two months. You know, if someone only has a little weight to lose and you only have them for a little time, is two months enough time to undo 20 plus years of yo-yo dieting and disordered thoughts and disordered eating? In some cases, yes. Sometimes you do have these miraculous short-term transformations. 
but I like working with people for a longer period of time. Six months and beyond is great because every check-in that you have with them, every time you speak to them, every fortnight, every daily post they read, every podcast episode they listen to, every live chat they tune into, they learn something new. They learn something new about themselves or they learn something new that they can apply to themselves. Because that's what a weight loss journey is. A weight loss journey is not going from A to B. It's not going from being two, 250 pounds to 150 pounds. That's one very small part of a weight loss journey. Far more important, God, I'm thinking of that Miley Cyrus meme now, where, you know, everybody's been taking the piss out of her voice. The journey, what is it? The journey is usually more something, something, anyways, whatever. Um, the the journey is not just about losing weight it's about what do you learn along the way what do you change about yourself as a person here's a great analogy another one that I use quite a lot let's say and it comes back to money again actually there's lots of comparisons to be drawn between finances and nutrition but Coming back to the debt thing, let's say someone is in 50 grand of debt and a relative, they're, they're terrible with money, they're never out of their overdraft, they have no savings, they just, they transfer from, you know, they balance transfer from card to card to card, they take out consolidation loans, they start the cycle all over again and now they're in a mess of 50 grand. Remember, they do not have a debt problem, they have a spending problem. Um... So this person is someone, as a person, they, they are, their character, they are someone who is terrible with money. So they're 50 grand in debt and a relative wins the lottery. Wouldn't that be lovely? A relative wins the lottery and says, listen, I'm going to give you some money, but I'm not going to give you loads. I am going to clear your feet for you and give you a fresh start. Tell me how bad it is and I'll write you a check. So say it's okay, grand. Thank you so much. It's it's 50 grand. I'm so ashamed. I'm so embarrassed. It's 50 grand. But thank you so much. So here's a check. 50 grand. Boom. Back to baseline. Back to zero. Now here is my question. What do you think happens next to that person? Now think about everything I've just said. What has that relative stepped in and done? That relative has stepped in and solved the end part of that person's problem. Here is the end result of my spending versus income habits. 50 grand in the hole. That's the end part of the process, right? It doesn't go any further beyond that. That's the, this is the part that comes after the equal sign. And it's got a big minus next to it. So this relative has stepped in, thinking they are doing that person a favour, but what have they done? All they've done is given that person more room to breathe so they can, they can continue to be who they are. Nothing has changed about them as a person. Someone has stepped in and given them money. They have used it to pay off everything. They're still the same person. Only now they don't have 50 grand of debt. They have no debt. And now it's a license to spend like a crazy person. So what would happen to that person? They would immediately start to get into debt again because nothing has changed about them as a person. Now what should that relative have done? 
stepped in and said, I am going to get you some help. I am going to pair you up with a financial advisor. They are going to guide you out of this hole. I will pay for all of that, but you have to pay your own way when it comes to paying off your debts. What would happen in that instance? Yes, the person would spend a long time paying off 50 grand, but what would they learn along the way? How would they change as a person? Do you see what I mean? This is the difference. If I could step in right now with a whack my magic wand and take you to your goal weight, you would not be physically or mentally capable of staying there because you would not know how. You didn't earn it. Earn it, is that a good word? Not really. You didn't achieve it. Earn it, achieve it. Earn it's a bit of a red flag. You didn't you didn't do the work to get there. That's what I'm trying to say. I guess earn it is an okay word. But you didn't do the work to get there. It just happened. And you are still the same person. You are now someone with a bigger lifestyle, living in a smaller body. You're going to carry on with that same lifestyle and your body is going to follow you. The other way to think of it is that your if if your body we all have the same human body, right? There are some variations between us all, right? But realistically, we are all humans. We all have pretty much the same body. And if you imagine your brain is like the computer and it has no software in it, right? Let's just say you're a blank body. You are you know, it's a, a healthy weighted body. There's no there's a brain in there, but there's nobody running the show. Now if I take someone who is overweight and has issues with their eating, and I download their brain, and I plug their, you know, I upload their software into the empty body, what would happen to that body with that person living in it? It would increase in size because of how that person thinks and feels and acts and all the rest of it. So, the point I'm driving very hard at here is that you need to stop trying to solve your weight. You do not solve your weight by solving your weight. You do not solve your weight by following a meal plan or intentionally trying to get, you know, drive the scales down. That does not solve the issue, the real issue. The issue being that you are someone that does not does not know how to not gain weight. Now that's no not through any fault of your own. It's not for any negative reason. It's just that you have a combination of things going on that means you are exceeding your body's needs. You are eating too much in, in some respect. Now that does not mean overeating, it doesn't mean binge eating, it can simply mean that you have a high calorie diet. Your diet might not feature fruits or vegetables or protein sources, so you're very hungry all the time. So you eat more frequently and the more frequently you eat the foods that don't include fruit, vegetables and protein, the more calories you're consuming. Yes, there are people who overeat intentionally and binge eat and gain weight, but there are also people who probably feel like they don't eat very much, but the combination of calories involved in what they do eat equates to more than they need. But that's just one example. There could be dozens of different things all going on all at once contributing to your weight. If you want to solve your weight, you need to solve all the, all the things behind your weight. And that's what I do inside the Monroe Method with the people I work with. It is a never-ending game of problem solving. They come to me every two weeks. We do their check-in. I find new things every single time. 
we correct language, we raise things, we talk about things, I dig a bit more for more information. Um, they'll navigate social occasions, holidays, Christmas, New Year's, half terms, all those sorts of things. They'll navigate weekends with alcohol. We'll talk about, well, we're getting into summer now, so we'll talk about barbecue season, going to other people's houses, how to navigate social occasions and meals out, all these things, all these things that they've struggled with in the past. Because as you improve on each of these, these dozens of things, every little one that you get better at, every one that you improve, things come into alignment, things come into balance. And one, the more things that we bring into balance, the slower, you know, if someone is constantly gaining weight, what we're trying to do initially is slow that down to the point where it stops and starts to go in the opposite direction. And yes, while I do help people lose weight throughout this, and we do make sure they're losing weight, we, we do follow a plan. I don't like using the word, but it is. We follow a plan. We follow a strategy. I make sure that everyone I work with is losing weight throughout that process so that when we do get to where they want to be, not only have they lost the weight they want to lose, they have also become the person they needed to be to now be able to live at their new weight. And this is a good place to wrap this up because I'm going to talk about something that follows on beautifully from this in the next episode. As ever, if you if there's anything you want to ask, anything you want to say, anything you want to share, please tag me. I love uh, one of the things I love in life most of all is when people screenshot these podcasts on their Spotify or Apple, whatever it is, and share it to their stories on Instagram and just write a little bit about what they've taken from it. Any light bulb moments, any inspiration moments, do that. It makes me very happy. Um, and yeah, I'll catch up with you in the next one.